All right. Happy, happy turkeying. Happy turkeying to all. And good luck setting your lineups. We'll be here for you. And we've got a special segment this week. So let's just get into it. Let's do it. Ah, Thanksgiving. It's finally here, Kate. It's finally here. Yes, Michelle. The time of year when we settle into our tryptophan comas and watch endless NFL games because what's more festive during the holiday season than tossing some pigskin around? Mm-hmm. But we found ourselves asking the question at Draft Queens, why are Thanksgiving and football so integrated into American culture? On this week's episode, we're going to take you back in time, back to the beginning when Thanksgiving and football became an inseparable pair. you back to 1934 in Detroit, Michigan, the year that FDR was our 32nd president of the United States. Bonnie and Clyde were on the run. Katherine Hepburn had won Best Actress at the 6th Annual Academy Awards, and Edwin Hubble, yes, like the Hubble telescope, had just discovered there were as many galaxies as the Milky Way has stars. It was a year of excitement one that Detroit was about to play into, whether they knew it or not. It was the beginning of a new football era in the city of Detroit, as local radio executive George Richards had purchased the Ohio Spartans NFL team and moved them to Detroit that year for their fifth season in the league as a franchise. And it was that year in 1934 that they changed their franchise name from the Spartans to the Lions. Back in the 30s, there was already some fan loyalty and even competition in the Motor City. The MLB's Detroit Tigers were on fire that year and taking the city by storm. Having won the American League with a record of 101 wins to 53 losses, the best winning percentage in team history, and making their fourth World Series appearance. For some sports fans, there is no room in the market for another sports team, especially the Lions. But now owner George Richards knew he was bringing a proven quality team to Detroit with the Lions. They had at least one superstar, Earl Dutch Clark, one of the most versatile backs to ever play the game. If the Lions can make a splash in their debut year, the sky was the limit for their tenure in Detroit. It could make or break their team. And Richards knew he had to make a splash. It was their maiden season, and he needed to bring not just individual fans, but households of fans together in Detroit to watch the Lions. So he came up with an idea, even though it was riddled with risk. He made the executive decision to schedule Game 12 of their rookie season on Thanksgiving Day. scheduled for the 12th game of their first season in Detroit against the Chicago Bears, and tension was high to see if anyone would come to cheer their team on, especially on Thanksgiving Day. Would Motor City residents spend their day traveling or simply stay at home to watch the game from afar? Would anyone even care to focus on football during a national holiday? But two weeks in advance of the game, it was clear. 
Detroit would be rallying around their team as every single ticket sold out two weeks in advance. And when game time rolled around on that brisk fall afternoon on November 29, 1934, a roaring crowd of 26,000 fans showed up to their University of Detroit stadium. The crowd more than tripled their normal fan count and was the biggest crowd of the season to date. Richard's risk paid off, and it was a breakthrough for football fans in Detroit. As for the game, the battle was fierce. Detroit took a 16-7 lead by halftime as Ace Kukowski scored two touchdowns, Dutch Clark kicked an extra point, and Glenn Presnell kicked a 34-yard field goal. But ultimately, the Bears scored two field goals in the third quarter and put the winning nail in the coffin after a fourth-quarter interception that was returned to Detroit's four-yard line. The Lions lost to the Chicago Bears, but only barely, 1916. Little did George Richards and the rest of the Motor City know, the entire country was listening. The news of an all-time classic, quote, Thanksgiving holiday matchup was already making ripples around the nation. That very Thanksgiving Day game gained national attention after NBC Radio blasted the game out across their 94-station network and broadcast the Lions-Bears showdown across the U.S. It solidified a football on Thanksgiving tradition and became firmly established as a newfound staple not just in Detroit, but around the country. With the only exception being a six-season gap during World War II from 1939 to 1944, the Thanksgiving game has been played with not a single interruption right up until today. Okay, guys, that's all we have for this week on Draft Queens. And we're wishing a very happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners. We're so grateful for you all. What you